Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously with uh, me, Randy, and my beautiful wife, Kathy, here. She's hey, guys. Gonna, welcome. She's, she's going to be joining us a lot more for these. She's kind of liking being retired and doing these podcasts with me, so and I could actually use the extra head and extra thought, the head for thoughts and ideas, so um, I'm well, glad she's joining us. Thanks, honey. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, marriage. Okay, I'm yeah. good for that. Are you? Yeah, I've had, had a few years' experience. Just a few, few years' experience? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Oh, again, we're going to go with part two this week of our marriage questions. Yeah. Um, those always, a lot of these questions we, we hear from the people that we counsel all the time. So we thought it would be, be a good idea just to go ahead and put them out there. And Actually, not even so much questions as much as topics that yeah, we see. Yeah, topics. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 topics. In marriages, things that they struggle with, yeah. um, but not only struggle with, but things that they, areas that they want to improve on, things that they hadn't thought about prior to marriage, um, things like mm-hmm. that. So And they don't think about them because nobody's ever yeah, they haven't approached had any, them. They haven't had any guidance. So no, not, no, I think that's one of the fun so. things that we get to do today is do premarital counseling yeah, for that's people. Yeah, fun. Um, but we also, Randy's also a Simbus, which is saving your marriage before it starts. He's a certified Simbus coach. Yep. And so um, what we do a lot of times is we'll have couples that'll come to us that'll want some premarital counseling. And so what we start with is the Simbus program, and it's a really great process where mm-hmm. they, uh, each the, the man and the woman will answer uh, a series of questions, and they answer them based upon their upbringing, their experience to the best of their ability. They do it at separate times. All right. And then um, we get a report once it's all done. And then we sit down, and it probably two, three sessions. Mm, um, three or four sessions. Yeah, it depends, on, depends yeah. on how the questions go. Right. But uh, we sit down with them, and we go over the evaluation on their questions. And there's no right or wrong in this. It's just really about their belief system, their upbringing, um, what was demonstrated to them in their own personal homes. Um, so that they have a better understanding of each other going into their marriage. And then from that, we follow with our own little marriage questions, premarital questions that we go through. So it's, it's that's really... That's more casual. We sit down and have dinner with them. And, yeah. yeah. you know. But that's, it's just a fun process, and it's, it's been a good experience for us to share our experiences as um, a married couple of 39 years now. And um, so these topics are topics that I enjoy because... You know, and I know we've struggled in our marriage, and um, there has been good, bad, and the ugly, and and there's been a lot of blessings that have come from it as well. So, I'm yeah, excited you, about this topic. Yeah, and you, you, but you mentioned Simbus was saving marriage before it starts, but also uh, we we took it as part of my uh, curriculum to be certified, mm. and it was amazing how accurate what it was with us. And you can also, if you've never done anything like this, a lot of uh, people have been married 5, 10, 15, 20. We were, we were like 35 years married when I when we did this. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be pre-marriage. You can be a way really to uh, 
understand each other in a better way. Yeah, and I think honestly, yes, it's great for the the uh, people that are just getting married, but I think especially if a couple is struggling in their marriage, mm-hmm. having the symbus done gives a better understanding of why they're struggling. It kind of is like, oh, well, I hadn't really seen that right. or expected that or now it makes more sense why my spouse this or why my spouse or why I am this way. Right. So I think that's also um, it's a great tool for anybody that is married or is getting married um, to be able to explore those explore areas. Those yeah. And, really and, and, and I think it would be a good idea also and something I think we're going to add to our curriculum is that do a one year just a one year checkup. Get together with you like one year after you guys have been married and for an hour, mm-hmm. you know, just part of our part of our package that we're gonna we're putting together so that um we see what where you're at and if you need any fine tuning or anything like that. Because you know, just because you get married doesn't mean that, you know, bubble, you know, bubble Just because you have pre-marriage counseling <laughs> doesn't mean everything's no. going to go well. So. Be, too many people think that you get married and there's, you know, rainbows and unicorns and everything else are going to come out of the sky. And it's a lot of work. So, and it's okay. That's, 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 that's what life is about, is growing, right? Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. So we have some questions again oh, this week. Again. Yeah, no, this oh, is fun. Again. So I'm going to start, though. I want to ask you um, which qualities are important in a good spouse, I'm thinking something, but I won't say it. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I, I know that if, if our phys- physically we're drawn to our spouse, yeah, I think that's attraction. the physical attraction is the yeah. first thing. So, if you're physically attracted to them, um, that's a start. But what's more important is what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's our spirit like? Are they gentle? Are they loving? Are they kind? Are they good-hearted people? I mean, let's just be real. You know me. I, I don't pull punches. Some of the most <laughs> no. beautiful women in the world on the outside are the ugliest people that ever existed on the face of the earth on the inside. And so I wouldn't want to be married to that just because they got beauty and maybe money. That's just going to create a whole lot of resentments and a whole lot of uh, anger down the road. A lot of issues in your life that, that quite frankly, nobody needs. Right. So it's, it's the, the beauty is, is an attractant. But then from there, what's their personality, right? Are they, are they um, spiritual? Do they got God in their life? Are they, are they soft talkers? Are they... Um, you don't want to, are they strong? I mean, you know, when I'm looking at women, are they strong? Are they, are, you know, or can you walk right over them? Um, which is all stuff that we don't want to, want to be able to do. Yeah. What's their potential for being a, a, a mother? You know, do, do they seem like they're, they have a good mother attitude? And, and I'm going to be real honest with you at this. This is really important when you're looking at spouses. Is that you have to look at the spouses, whether it's male or female husband and wife, you have to look at their family mm-hmm. because that's what you're getting, right? Unless the person has done a whole lot of work on themselves, that's what they're, that's what you're getting because our couples oftentimes, when we're dealing with right now, they're just reacting. They've been, they're married, but their reactions are exactly like... What was fa- displayed to them. What was displayed yeah. to them. And, and almost every one of our, our couples, that's exactly what it is. So, well, it was for us as well. I mean, yeah. I yeah. grew up in a home where I did exactly what my mom did because that was all I knew to do as a wife. Um, so that, you know, it's, it's, I always call it the monkey see, monkey do. You know, we, we mimic 
and everything that we see and learn. Right. Because we are like sponges, especially children when they start out are sponges, and it just carries over into our adult life too. Absolutely. One of the things I'd like to add on the qualities that are important to a good spouse, for me, and I can say this now looking back because these are things that I've had to reflect on over the years, but watching the person, how they are outside of my relationship with them, how are they with other people, how are they with people in the church? How are they in their work environment? Right, right. Um, I think that says a lot about a quality of a person um, because I certainly, you know, I have to be mindful that I want to I want to make sure that I am me in every environment that I'm in. So I think that's important too is to, to you know, kind of monitor and watch how they are because they may be one way with you but a whole other way yeah. somewhere else. And it's, you want to make sure that you're getting a good, you said good-hearted. I think right. it's, what, what is their heart displaying in their relationships? Well, it's, it's like, you know, we learned in, in the program, but it should be in life, is that you practice the principles in all your affairs. Right. I mean, we, we hear several We didn't know people, that going into we, our we marriage. We didn't know going in, in our <laughs> marriage. I mean, you know, but there, a, a lot of couples... Well, he's so much nicer to everybody out there, but then when he gets with me, yeah. he's just a complete jerk. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's not a good marriage. That's not a good. You know, that's you, not what you want. That's not I, a good quality. Are, are you? Are you? I just posted some on Facebook. If you can't walk to talk, to quit talking. Mm-hmm. Seriously, don't just just don't talk because it, it's important that we walk to talk with our spouse. Yeah. Right. I, we know too many people that go around spouting. No, let me re- let me rephrase that. They give people advice. Right, well intended, but then they can't follow their own advice, right. and it's just not a good thing. So. Yeah. So, how about another question? You got something you want to ask me? Uh, why'd you marry me? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. I think we covered that last week. Um, what's the secret to happy marriage? What's the secret? Or to is there happy? such a thing? You know, I think there is such a thing, but it is in t- one of the secrets, and I don't even think it, it shouldn't be a secret, but. I think I have to be reminded how intentional I need to be in my marriage. Um, intentional about communicating healthy. Intentional about putting my spouse first. Intentional about getting dressed and looking nice for my spouse. That's one thing I've kind of slacked on in retirement. It's I kind of got a little lazy, but when I do get dressed and I, I I'm doing that for my spouse as well as for myself, yeah, it makes yeah, me course, feel yeah. good. Um, first and foremost, but also for my spouse. So there's a lot of things about having a healthy marriage, about having to be intentional in that marriage. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I, the word intentional just keeps coming back to me because I can't really think of everything that I do I have to be intentional with to make my marriage healthy and to make it work well. Um, there's been times when I haven't been, and the outcome is not, to say the least, it's not the best outcome. So I think it is important to be intentional mm-hmm. um, in keeping a, a healthy marriage that way. No, I, no absolutely. And I, I wish it wasn't such a secret, and that's why we have these conversations, so we can help others as well, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing should be a secret in a marriage, but uh, communication, intentionality, being just kind and, and have let my heart speak, you know, whether it's good or bad. I think that's important because it's not always about having a happy marriage. It's even when I'm struggling or having a problem, I need to be intentional about speaking my truth 
Um, you want to be happy. You want to be happier. You want to be right. Right, and, and, and thing so, to look yeah. At. yeah, and so I think that's where that whole thing being intentional about everything that I do, whether it's um, you know having to speak my truth in a difficult conversation, I still have to be intentional right. about that. All right. So I think that definitely has helped me, and I'm not perfected by any means in that category, but it is something that I do work on, and I'm mindful of. I, my mind is like, you know, the right thing to do. <laughs> so I just have to put that in action. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we have to remember that we're we're marrying somebody else, and during the courting, you know, period, and and up to the marriage, up to the wedding day, and everything else like that. You know, everything seems to be, you know. Unicorns, rainbows, bubbles blowing out <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it's just like neither one of us can do anything wrong. Right. And then as we cohab- start cohabitating with each other, right, um, that's when things can start to get dicey. And that's, that's when we really have to take a look at ourselves and, and understand that, hey, I can't change her. She can't change me. Right. And believe me, guys, I tried to change Kathy for a period of time. And, and it, I tried to fix him, and that it, didn't work. It, it didn't work, right? So... <laughs> Um, it, it's like I heard just clip your wife's wings and let her fly and become the woman that God intended her to, intended her to be yeah. and, and that's the secret to it I mean if you're jealous or you're suspicious then the first thing I'm going to say because a happy marriage you can't be jealous and suspicious right you shouldn't be you, know, you shouldn't be I mean I don't want to say you can't be you shouldn't be because I would suggest that you go take a hard look at yourself and what happened in your life that caused you to be that way I mean, that, there's there's things that happen in our lives that cause us simply to be jealous and um, suspicious of, of our spouse. You know, it certainly didn't do me any good, yeah. and I was I was like that for a long time with Kathy. And, and I'm that usually now, comes down know? to insecurities from something else, or a circumstance, circumstance, or a trauma, or something. Right. Um, that really is where that comes from. It, it, that the root of that. Yeah. It, it, I would say, oh, it almost 99.9% of the time stems back to something like that. It has nothing to do with your spouse. So right. it's, it's getting to really, really, really know your spouses. And when I say no secrets, I mean, what's a secret to a good marriage? No secrets. Mm-hmm. Kathy knew everything about what happened to me before we even got married. She's the first person I ever told because it destroyed my first marriage holding on to that secret. So it's, there should be no secrets going on in your marriage. Just right. lay it all out. Yeah. If they love you, right? That's what it was with Kathy. She she didn't go nowhere. Yeah. She was going to fix it. No, me. that's where I thought, okay, I gotta, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, okay, and if this doesn't work, right. I'm going to do this. Oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. So I have a question for you. This is usually something that I think women think about way more than men do, but I know that most men have something in their hearts that, that, uh, that they can sh- bring to the wedding ceremony and that is what are some important wedding vows that you want to hear at your wedding oh, I, I never thought about that i see <laughs> but i know that there's i know that you have that soft heart right and i think a lot of men have it they just don't, they don't. expose it all, all right. the time so if you were to think back at our at our wedding vows that i'd want to hear or say Important vows that you want to hear at your wedding. Oh, that I'd want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'll let you love and cherish me forever. You'll 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 stand by my side no matter what. Um, you, you'll protect me, you know, as best you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll make love to me every single day for the rest of my <laughs> life. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm and all the men said, <laughs> "Woohoo! Amen!" <laughs> oh dear. Um, 
you know, just stuff like that. I'll cherish you and, and honor you and love you for the rest of your I think, life together. Yeah. I mean, because that's those are the things, and and um, I think a lot of those words are said not by the spouses, but they are said in the vows. But the pro, the, the deal is, is that are they are they are, are they are they carried out? Yeah. Or do do we actually honor them? I mean. You know, there, there's there's so many examples of people that will like, for example, a quick example away from wedding is you go to an AA meeting, they all say the Lord's Prayer at the end of the meeting. Does anybody realize what they're saying? No, half of them don't. Three quarters of them don't. They're they just, just following. They, they're just people. following people and protocol. I gotta say it, so I'll say it. You know, so I think it's the same thing with our marriage vows. It's like, hey, these are serious. I mean, Kathy's a prime example. Um, and I really hate talking about it, but anymore she, she's a prime example of the wedding vows because through through thick and thin and goodness and all sickness that, and in health for better and for worse and absolutely. those are the ones that come to my mind when that question it, popped up and there's a reason uh, that those vows are said at so many weddings because all of those things i can get emotional right now have happened right in our marriage yeah there has been sickness there has been health there's been better there's been worse right. and if you can't, if we don't, if I don't take those vows seriously, it's really easy to run away. Yeah. But honestly, as I'm sitting here right now, talking about it and thinking about it, I heard all those vows. Subconsciously, I obviously took them seriously, but it's not something I thought through until I was in the midst of it. And I think that that's what's important is to know that we've got to take those seriously from the beginning. Um, and I think if we take those seriously from the beginning, it's not going to make the marriage easier. It's going to remind us that we said these vows, so we're going to stick through this. We're going to do whatever we have to do. And I think about you know the medical situation that you were under right. on a few occasions. Right. Um, and then the healthy part of our marriage is the health, the health of recovery, the health of being able to go on vacations right. and being happy in that manner. Mm-hmm. The the for better and for worse. There's been a lot of worse. We've gone through, uh, you know, an affair um, and overcome through that. Yeah. And uh, then we got the better after the for worse. You know, so I think a lot of those marriage vows are things that we need to listen to that they're there for a purpose they're stated for a purpose and i can honestly say that if i were to look at each one of those vows those are the vows i would want to hear still today because they hold value to me well you know it's just as she's talking about them right i mean an affair is a it's a cut and run for a lot of people Mm -hmm. right and, and if you want to talk biblically, it's really the only thing biblically that that if you have an affair, you can get divorced yeah. biblically. Okay, I mean, morally, ethically, it was the wrong thing for me to do. But I mean, Kathy even told me that God spoke to her one day, and we we you know we weren't even going to church at this point. And she told he told told Kathy, "You've been married to this man more than half your life. Start fighting for him right now." And so she she did. Yeah. You know, she didn't give up on me and. I think I think part of it too is that that even though we've been going through stuff, right? That Kat, what Kathy told me is that she she knew the heart inside of me. She knew who Randy really was. Yeah. And then she said when we spoke when we spoke at facilities and stuff, she would tell them that I used to say I want I just want my Randy back, the Randy that I married back. Mm-hmm. And she goes, man, I got so much more than that back, yeah. right? 
I think she's took that's a lot still of work. True? That is still okay. true. That is, well, that is still true. <laughs> there are still challenges just well, because he's you know gone through his recovery and and stuff. We're not we're we're always going to have challenges. Right. We you know we have a far better marriage today than we did twenty years ago for right. sure. Definitely. And I like the fact you said we, not me. Yeah, no. Right. We, it's, 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 we, an, I mean, it's a we program here. Yeah, <laughs> Marriage is a we program. <laughs> a, 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 absolutely. I mean, um, we, we know, you know, we talked about the affair before. The affair is nothing that Kathy did other than love me unconditionally. Yeah. There's probably some things that she could have done differently in the marriage, and she knows that, and that's our therapist worked us through that. But Yeah. So, so I mean, you know, the vows are something to be taken seriously. And, you know, um, I think that all the couples that we've, that we've mentored, and they got married. They're doing really well. Some I of them do. write their own vows. Yeah. And some, but they hold their vows very yeah. true. I mean, I've heard and it's them not say just, it too. Not just holding them true for that day and that next year. No. It's forever. forever. It's it's for as long as you are married, those vows are going to ring true for you. If 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 you hold on to those vows that you take in front of God and the whole world, right? It's like one of our therapists told me, Randy. Your all marriages can work out mm-hmm. as long as both parties want the marriage to work out. Right. If one party doesn't to, doesn't want it to work out, it's not going to work out. Yeah. Period. In a conversation. So we're, we're pro marriage, and we will do everything. We will do everything in our power. We'll do everything in our power to make to help you make your marriage succeed. Right. You, you're gonna you're gonna have choices that you have to make along the way. And we can't make those those choices for you and those decisions for you. Right. But if you want your marriage to work out, it'll work it'll out. It'll work. Yeah. Being intentional, putting the effort in. There's one more question here, huh? <laughs> Speaking of challenges. <laughs> Which one is one? Yeah. What are some of the, what, what are some what are some challenges you may face in your marriage? Hmm. Hmm. Challenges. <laughs> <laughs> we giggle because there have been a few. <laughs> uh, there's always challenges. I mean, a- again, it's um, the challenges. The, the the way the way I see challenges working out is with compromise. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it could be a challenge. I want to buy a new car, or I want to buy a new house, or a challenge. You know who's gonna who's gonna cook dinner tonight, or you know, are you taking the kids to the baseball game, or am I? Or there's there's all these different things that come up that can become a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it, it all boils down to having a healthy conversation, communication, right? yeah, um, with your spouse. And so that's the thing where, again, we find most of the couples we we mentor and, and coach. Their voice, they, they, they don't have a voice. They don't know how to use their voice. They're scared to death to use it, right? So, you know, it, it's the challenges of life, everyday life, um, can, be, can be very daunting. Even a lot of the couples we have also, the big issue they have is cell phone and computer privacy, right? And it's like, no, 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 no. Kathy knows all my, she knows all of my uh, passwords to everything. What, why shouldn't she? I have nothing to hide, right? Right, And we deal with this quite often with people, and we believe that you, there's no secrets in your marriage. So it's, why, do, why do you not want your spouse to have your passwords? Yeah. I mean, what are you hiding? Right? I mean, there's some reason something you're hiding. So all these different challenges come up, 
And I have the, a couple that I'm thinking of here. Do you? Yeah, I do. One of them um, we experience is blended families. There's yeah. so many, yeah. so many marriages these days that are blended families, and um, for us. It wasn't a huge challenge. I guess it was. It didn't seem like a huge challenge because Randy stopped talking to his ex-wife and just let me communicate. So that was the compromise that worked. Now today they have a healthy. They have healthy relationship. Um, we both can talk to her. We're both friends on Facebook. You know, there's just things like that that have over the years have healed themselves. But there was a period of time in that blended family where the communication between spouses was a little challenging. Um, uh, having siblings that are, have different parents, you know, might have the same dad, same mom, different dad, different mom, that in itself can be a challenge because you have kids coming into your home that are used to living with the primary caregiver, and then they come into your home, and one home is more structured than the other. Then they go back, and it's an unstructured home, or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those pose challenges. Big challenges, And yes. so I think in those situations, again, it goes back to communication. In your home, the two spouses need to communicate. How are you going to handle this situation? Um, our daughter and son-in-law, they have a blended family, and there are challenges with them, too. And it's how they communicate. They know coming back, you know, when the girls come back, they know that they might have a little bit of a challenge, but they're prepared for that because they've communicated that together. Um, so I think that's one thing that is, is the blended families. Um, the other challenge, oh my gosh, I drew a total blank on that, but the blended families I think was was key, and we had a, a life group one time, and I was so frustrated people weren't showing up, and three couples showed up, three couples showed up so there's six of us sitting there, Everybody was, was eight of us, three or, plus us. Yeah. yeah, there was eight of us, I think, and all of us had blended families, and that ended up being the topic. And we didn't realize just how how much of a struggle blended families can be in that. So, blended families definitely is something that can be a challenge. Heck, it could be a challenge if it's not blended families with children. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's how you very, raise your children. Yeah. yeah, how you raise your children and and such. So it's again communicating that with each other on. Um, on how, how you're going to raise your children, and that comes up through that Simbus training as well. It's right, one of those exactly, topics. Exactly. So, gosh, I wish I could remember the other one. Do you have something well, else? No, no, I just want to say when you're talking about the blend of families too with parents, you know, it, what's really important that I want parents to understand is that please, please do not use your child against the other parent. Yeah. Don't play that ping pong game. That is so unfair to your children. And unfair, unfair to the spouses. You find a, yourself. Yeah, it just it, creates chaos yeah, for everybody. It's, it's ridiculous. Just find a find a, me, a happy medium. Okay, it's it's no big deal. It is it is a challenge, and it will That's, be a challenge. And it, but it can be with compromise, with right. understanding, compassion. I mean, we've got situations where uh, you know we've got some parents that are going to be full time parents for the first time in their life because of the visitation schedule of that state. Our daughter is in that situation. And so it's hard for the kids. It's hard for the parents. So it's just a matter of just having some compassion, some understanding, and know that the kids have to be the priority in that situation. They have to be that priority. Right, right. So that's all I can think of. Yeah, there's a lot of, like I say, challenges are part of every day's life, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, um, you know, how do you, how do, you know, how do you deal with your husband when he comes home and he just doesn't want to talk or he's tired or whatever? It's like... As long as you have, as long as you have open communication with each other, yeah, 
and he wants to uh, express to you that, hey, I just had a bad day at work, and I just need some time to chill, you know, then give him the time to chill. I mean, when Kathy was working, <clears throat> I was at home all day long, so she, I knew I could tell what kind of day she had by one conversation on the phone with her. So I made sure that when she got home, the house was clean, right? Yeah, guys, I made sure the house was clean, right? And then I was sitting doing something on the couch when she walked in the door. I, and I would just let her do what she had to do. She comes, a lot of times she'd come and give me a kiss and go do something. And it might be 10 or 15 minutes before she'd come down and sit next to me. But she needed that 10 or 15 minutes of time like just decompress. to... decompress. Exactly. <laughs> we, 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 they're not our slaves at all. They're, they're, they're our spouses. They're our partners. We have to understand yeah. that, hey, we have a bad day. They're going to have a bad day. Yeah, and you know what that reminds me? I did remember the other challenge that I have. And this is something that is new to me. Um, I think it's I knew it, but to actually be in it. So being retired now, we're home together more often, um, is how different Randy can get from point A to point B from where I get from point A to point B. And I was struggling, and I still can struggle with that for a while, but I have to go back to kind of like my work practices if I gave somebody a task and they didn't do it the same way I did, but they got it done, I have to accept that. So I'm being challenged with a couple of things where I struggle with the yeah. fact that, yeah, yeah, why do you do it that way? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do it this way? And so it's about getting to a place of accepting that we are different. We have different mindsets. Our brains work differently. Um, sometimes I'm able to show him things that He's like, oh, okay, well, that worked. That's better. Right. That's easier. And there's times when I go to him, like, there's been things in the Bible that I've been reading lately, and I've asked a lot of questions. I don't understand this. So it's it's he knows it, I don't. But it, I think it's just knowing that we're two different people. We're going to do things differently. We're going to get from point A to point B just in different a different way. And as long as we're getting from point A to point B and that's – there's there's nothing to fight at that point, I guess, is what it was. And I was I was internally fighting that. I was frustrated. Why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> it's funny, like the first week, I would go, oh, no. I go, woman, we, we got to talk because <laughs> you're you're in, my, you're in my kingdom right now. I mean, I've been home all this time, and you're going to have to sit back and listen and, and, and watch what I do, okay? Kathy's kind of like that. I've see, seen this, this meme or this joke on uh uh, on Facebook, and it's like I got a telephone call from my uncle George, and my, my cousin Timothy died today, and we need to pray for him. Well, how did he die? I don't know. I got a telephone call from my uncle George. Say, said Timothy died. Well, was he by himself? Uh, I mean, it's like oh, I got I, she, you know she, me. I got to have all the details. It's like, <laughs> I'm a detailed. I, task I can person. tell her, and I tell her all the time. You know everything I know. Well, what about this? You know everything I know, but. Okay, Kathy. We did a study with our group, the last group. I said this, he said that. I said this, you heard that. That's what it was. Right, right. By Kathleen Edelman. And it was a great study. And that is a prime example of Randy being a green, kick back, laid back, relax. Yellow, gotta have the details, gotta have all the answers, gotta know it now. I, you know, it. <laughs> so. That is our true colors there. It came out there. Yeah, pretty funny, now. actually. Pretty <laughs> that's funny. A, that's another great study yeah, to yeah, do, too. So. So. so I hope you guys enjoyed these last couple episodes. Um, more will be coming up uh, every Monday morning. We'll be producing new ones. So uh, they'll be 8 o'clock as usual. Check out our websites. Yeah. Cur- what? 
Okay, check out our, our websites, uh, CourageousHealers.org. That's our foundation where we help men, women, and their men, men, women, and their families heal from the scars of sexual abuse. And again, we, we really we're going to keep putting this call of action out there. Is that we need funds in order to grow the foundation like we want. We have been an outreach advocate where just me and Kathy have been doing some conferences and so on and so forth, but we really want to open it up. And, and what's happened over the course of the last couple of years, Kathy and I have been doing a lot of this counseling for free, but that's what the, the, the foundation is designed to do. But, but it's there to, it's, it's there so we can further our counseling and right. get even expand. deeper. Yeah, expand. We want to expand on that. Right. And you know, it's not easy asking for help no, as a good codependent. That's really hard, but no. they also, it's also said that, you know, God tells you to ask for your needs to be right. met and pray about it. And so all we're asking you to do is to pray about this as well. Right. If you have uh, $5, $10 a month, every other month, if you'd like to make a donation, you can do so through yeah. our website, right. the uh, CourageousHealers.org. Don't know, just, yeah, just click on the donate. On the donate button's on there. You can set up monthly, bi-monthly, whatever you want to set right. up. But um, it is very difficult to ask for help. But this, this is not necessarily to help us. This is no. that we can expand our opportunity to help so many others um, through um, through fundraising uh, to help get the word out there and help let people know that there is healing available to them. Um, we, we don't want anybody to not get the help that they so need and so desire and so deserve. So it's really important uh, for that. In, in the sexual abuse of, of both boys and girls is of uh, pandemic yeah. nature. It's not... It's, it's a pretty. pandemic, and with all the sex trafficking that's going on right now with open borders, it's going to get even worse. Yeah. And that's what we're here for is to help them people. Yeah, um, and marriages so, too. And, and marriages too. We I like mean, that. yeah, I mean, it's like it, what people don't understand is that sexual abuse, as you get older, starts infiltrating every area of your life, and then you get married, and you think you're okay, and then it starts infiltrating your marriage. So. Yeah. The marriage also needs help, and that's what Kathy should do. We don't we got to help the marriages too. So, okay. So, so we, we also well, got, also your book. Well, before I get the book, we got the um, changeyourlifestorynow.com. dot mm-hmm. That's our live coaching, coaching page. If you go on there, you can click on the more button and click under marriage uh, marriage uh, coaching. And then right now, I am building the Simbas page. Good. Okay. Yeah, we're so going to have some information. You, you're going to have you. some information on there. You can check out all the different things we do. And there's a lot of good information on those two. And I am going to just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Contact Randy directly by phone. He is a real person and uh, is always available for your call at area code 760-702-5498. And I'm going to repeat that. 760 702 Five four nine eight. Give him a call if you just need somebody to talk to. If you're interested in any any life coaching, um, healing, marriage, any of those areas, any type of life recovery. That's that's really kind of our journey. Right, exactly. And your book is available. My book's available for with a telephone. If you don't, if I don't answer the phone because some of these numbers come through, I don't know who they are. Please leave a message. I do return phone yeah. calls, especially when they're coming off the. the uh, having to do with anything that with the podcast or recovery okay um and also of that um i think on the on the last page kathy mentioned the other day she put something out on 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 facebook that you know what do you guys want to hear about i mean 
we want to know what you want to hear about that's you know around marriage around trauma recovery uh religious we did, we did get some feedback did and we? yeah marriage is one of the big topics so that okay. is another right. one but yeah if there if there is go to our web go to the website and you could just uh send a message to us and let there's us know form on there, yeah. yeah there's a contact form let us know some of the other topics that you might be interested in right. hearing about we would love to to reach the needs of our community and, uh, would be great. And, and another thing that was brought up to me too is that during these these conversations, write down some questions that you might have that you want answers to, and just shoot me an email. Yeah, that's shoot great. Shoot me an, at courageousheelers.com. Great. Uh, yeah. No, no. at Sorry. Courageousheelers.gmail.com. Or you can go to the, to the, the websites and, and uh, click the contact. Now you page. want to talk about your now book? Now we talk about the book. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within, is available on Amazon, on in paperback, Kindle, and in Audible. Or soon to be. Soon to be released in the Spanish. I just was in contact with the editor yesterday. She's almost done with it. So as soon as she gets it done, gets me the edited version and the, the new cover, and I get it into Amazon, then we'll have that hopefully by the end of September. Yeah. I'm hoping, okay? But it is coming in Spanish. I got a lot of we requests need to reach for that it. Community. Okay. Also get my book uh, our devotional the 30 day, 30 day devotional the wholeness. Do you want to say anything about that? It's you know what it, uh, we talk about marriages uh, in these last two episodes and that is really a great resource for couples. Um, we've had our couples that we've mentored, our life group couples and many couples that have gone through and uh, done that together they take turns reading it there's um just a there's a verse typically in there there's some contemplated questions that you can dialogue on and sometimes they'll do it just before they go to bed or maybe first thing in the morning you know just something that that keeps them connected so really really encourage that because it is a good resource for couples working on their marriage and when I say working on the marriage, it's not because it's damaged. It's we have to work on our marriage every day. It's a necessity for a it's, healthy it's, marriage. It's, it's when we become complacent that our marriage gets in trouble. Exactly. Right? So be intentional. Right. And that's on Amazon as well. Yeah, on, that's good. On Kindle and paperback. And then my seven-day challenge workbook, a little quick seven days uh, challenge you can do for seven days to yeah. help you get started uh, doing some stuff to get you out of yourself and, and to helping other people. So yeah, that's great. Anything else? You good? I'm good. I'm good. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us on this episode. We will see you on the next one. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does more. Guy, I do, but God does. God does. More importantly, God does. Be blessed, everybody. See you later. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>